Hi. Hello. So I'm Kia. And I'm Florence. And this is Melanin. In medicine. Ta-da! So we are, we've got a modge, a hodgepodge, a modgepodge. Yeah, random. A slew of things. Well, it, it follows things to a certain degree, but then it doesn't. So whatever the case may be, we have a really fun episode for you guys. Um, and so we're going to start off, of course, with our elders elevation. So this week we have defining myself as opposed to being defined by others is one of the most difficult challenges I've faced. And this is by Miss Carol Mosley Braun. So this is a good quote because, you know, oftentimes we compare ourselves to other people um, and we let that be the standard for how we view ourselves and it can often be misleading especially with social media which is something that we want to talk about future you know wise but um yeah and especially even in the in the sciences like you look at so many other students around you that are getting like 99s and 95s on their exams and you're like wow I must be dumb and it's like no like an 85 is still doing well like yeah exactly and I just feel like this career there's so much you can do and so much diversity like if you find yourself and pave your own pathway it just makes the journey worth more worth it absolutely yeah I'd say so so uh there's that next we have our interview question well we have our Mahoney messages (laughs) <laughs> so I'm like, I don't even know what to say. That's that segment. One day, you guys are going to be blown away because we're going to have a bomb little Mahoney message. You're going to be like, wow, I should have written that. But if you haven't and you want to, email us at melaninmedicine 2 at gmail.com. So, yeah. And um, also, if you were interested in like getting some files that you need, uh, just email us and we might be able to hook you up, depending on, you know, if you email us. So reach out <laughs> or you can dm us because some people do that so Slide and thank you in the dms jesus <laughs> <laughs> the melanin and medicine one not ours individually oh. do not <laughs> no. in DMs. oh and also um thank you so much for the support that we've gotten uh from the mcat giveaway a lot of different people have started following us and really even if they're like past the mcat segment they just really shown their support um and appreciation for someone you know doing this type of thing so uh thank you all to to recognizing that and keeping up with us because you know we 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 spend time a a decent amount of time doing this exactly and uh we like to know that somebody's listening so Mm -hmm. yeah shout out to it and our top city that's being played under you know ours is los angeles oh really yes so somebody in los angeles is like really catching up so thanks girl (laughs) (laughs) or like their friends are yeah 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 (laughs) so yeah um our interview question is for this week since we have no mahoney messages is if you are a woman how has your gender impacted your decision to pursue a medical field? Ooh, that's hard. Do you want to answer that first? or do you? Want I mean, to honestly, answer? in my opinion, I feel like if my gender impacted my influence, I might not. I can't really say that. Like, if it was solely guided on, like, my gender or anything like that, I don't really know that I would pursue it as hard. And that, so a lot of what I, like, a lot of my pursuing to this point, I've kind of overlooked my gender like I've tried to like like just ignore the fact that you know okay I have a biological flock or whatever and like eventually like I'm gonna want to have kids and families and I think I don't think that's gender based well you know how you feel like your gender makes you work harder though I'm a giant hippie so oh gosh you know I'm like 
gender doesn't matter. I can still do things. I'm cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I I don't know. I feel like our gender has impacted our goals and decisions, though, just because I feel like we always have to work harder just because we are in a white, male-dominated field, you know? So Mm -hmm. I feel like sometimes we can't slack. Like, some of the... Yeah, we can't really take a break. No, Um, ever. We can't give ourselves room to... We've already started talking about... Well, you specifically, how you be like, yeah, when we go to exams, we go take a, pr- a pre-exam before the <laughs> exam, we go make sure we are on. And we have to be that way. Yeah. We have to hold each other accountable. And it's even like that um, in my post program, it was like that. We, we just had to hold each other accountable because yeah. it's like, you know, you're already starting behind. So it's, it's that much harder to get recognized mm-hmm. for the same amount of stuff that you do. And it, everything that you do has to be validated. Today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So. I feel like that, but now, okay, so this is an interview question, so. Oh, (laughs) I think in the interview, I would probably answer it. What was the question again? (laughs) (laughs) So, if you are a woman, how has your gender impacted your decision to pursue a medical field? I don't think my gender has impacted my decision, but I think it pushes me in a different aspect of it just because like some of the decision I have to make like I can't have a child in three years versus if I had a male in my class he could have a kid and not have as much repercussions as I would you know Mm -hmm. so our guest has all the sound bites for us (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's true that's what about you I really I hey if I got this question in an interview I don't know what I'd say because my initial thought would be like my gender I'd be like uh, well because I'm like my gender shouldn't influence anything I decide Yes, ma'am. You know, mm-hmm. period. Just that and the third. That's it. So, um, but that's what we got. So yeah. think about if you're a woman, you know, think about that. Even if you're a guy, you know, they could ask a question about family stuff or things like that. So, yeah. and um, if you have a good answer, email us. Yeah, because clearly, I mean, my, I didn't have a good answer. So it floated. So uh, I don't know about <laughs> you, that. But. If you have a good answer, we'd love to hear it. Uh, email us at melaninmedicine 2 at gmail.com. Maybe I like to think that we're getting a lot of emails and people are forgetting the zero two. Maybe. I'm just going to tell myself that. <laughs> oh, and an update. We have a link tree. So now when you click the link in the bio, <laughs> party fail. When you click the link in the bio, it'll lead to all of, um, all of our links. So it'll oh, okay. show the link to our SoundCloud, um, which we're, we're awaiting approval on Spotify and Google Play. Um, and it'll also show the link for our Twitter and our um, iTunes uh, link as well so it'll show all of the links where you can find us and all of the listening apps that you can listen to us on that way it's more organized and I don't have to keep switching out which link is on the Instagram oh so, okay yeah life it's is hard obtainable it, yeah accessible yeah. accessible that's the word I was looking mm-hmm. for yeah. yeah so um with that being said we're gonna hop into the show I'm gonna introduce my dad guys so he's our special guest hello yeah <laughs> and uh <laughs> He's the love guru. He's always listening to R&B, uh, falling in and out of love when we go on road trips and things what? like that. I guarantee he's like written all the soundtracks to all the love movies in the 90s. So uh, he's pretty pretty known out here in these streets. <laughs> so um, yeah, Todd's going to tell us about... So today we want to talk about relationship stuff. We'll start with that. So we know like February is... It's supposed to be love, love month, exactly. So, but it's mainly Black History Month, and that's why it matters. But um, Taj is really smart and wise when it comes to like relationships and stuff like that. And I don't really have many relationships, but when I do, <laughs> he tells me all the things that I need to know. So he's gonna fill us in, kind of on the 
the experienced wise end of like our rambling about love yeah. and relationships. Um, and he's also going to add some insight on what he's seen just coming from like a kind of a third party perspective about dating when you're in a more demanding academically, Acad- academically demanding. demanding. Yes. 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 So, um, but <laughs> commercial, we're going to start with <laughs> student athletes. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Which- so Flo was a student athlete and you were majoring in biology. Yeah, I was, so I remember you saying your advisor told you to switch. Yeah, right? yeah, just because um, I I did track and field and cross country. So most of the time, like our meets would be like two to three days. So I'd be gone like Thursday through Sunday. So my when I first started out, my advisor was like, "Oh, you should just do health sciences." Most student athletes do health sciences, and it was true. There was me and one other person who were biology majors out of, like, all the student athletes. So it was definitely hard, like, getting notes, and the other person was on the track team with me. So if I miss class, they miss class, too. So I think early on it kind of forced me to, like, make friends outside of student athletes just Mm -hmm. because I knew if I missed stuff, I would get the information from them. Right, right. That can be hard. It's yeah. kind of like you're depending on other people for your education, and that's not what you pay for. Exactly. <laughs> well, but then again, you didn't pay for it, so never mind. Exactly. Uh, that is demanding. That is really demanding. Yeah. So, what do you want to know about student athletes? Um. So, how did you balance? Like, what did you have to balance? So, definitely early on, I had to, for sure, have a schedule. Like, we had practice. I think we had practice from, like, 6 to 8, and then I'd have class from, like, 8.30 to like noon or one and then I'd have to go back to practice because I always had to leave early because I had early classes and then I'd practice again until like three and then I would definitely nap yeah and yeah. then I would do homework to like eight and then go to bed and do it all over again so mm-hmm. early on I definitely had to have like a routine and a schedule um down packed and there was there wasn't really like room for flexibility so I feel like a lot of the times I fell behind just because like there'd be days where I'd be like, oh, I don't really want to study. I'm really right. tired. Right. And then there'd be like meets. So so you did track and cross country. Yeah. So that's two seasons out of like the three seasons you experienced. Well, three because there's indoor track. So Just I, kidding. So <laughs> was you like, did all of it. Yeah, there's not really a break. And the, I think that was the difference between me and the other person because they were just track. Mm-hmm. So like the fall semester they that was like their catch-up time you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they could take all their harder classes in the fall semester so I never had that like flexibility mm-hmm. so oh girl no I was tired yeah I'm sure so you stuck through it did you you did you quit no through? yeah I ended up quitting my junior okay. mm, spring semester going into junior year just because I got to some point where I was just like honestly like I'm stressing myself out like at the end, at least, like, in high school when I was running track, it was, like, oh, I'm working towards a scholarship. Right. But then by the time I got to my junior year and I started studying for the MCAT, I'm, like, honestly, like, what are you working? You're not working towards anything. Mm-hmm. Like, so I was, like, I don't know. So, so I was able to apply for scholarships. So I got, like, a scholarship to compensate, like, that extra. Okay. So you didn't have to pay back or no, anything? No, so then I was like, yeah, I'm done. That's good. Yeah, just because I was, it was just way too much with the MCAT studying and stuff Do on you... top of it. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, what were you going to say? Do you feel like it gave you a unique experience as far as undergrad goes? 
Definitely, yes, definitely. Okay. Just because go coming into college, I feel like I automatically have friends. Mm-hmm. So I feel like one thing I was worried about coming into college is like being exposed to like a new environment, not having friends. So like that took away that aspect of it. Like mm-hmm. I feel like I already had like an automatic group. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of my really close friends, she was a nursing major, so like we had that in common. So I feel like I got really close to people and had, like, a group that I could associate with, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel like all the friends that you talk about that I don't know were from track. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, so-and-so. I used to run track with them. And I'm like, how do you yeah, know Yeah, well, person? when you're running, like, four to six miles with someone, you really get to know them. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, no. That sounds <laughs> Not four to six miles yeah. with them. Yeah, you really get to get to know some people. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, so on on our relationship advice, run four to six miles with your partner and figure out you know, who they really are. <laughs> Get to know them as their true self. At six a.m. on a Saturday morning. Jeez, you want to know the worst thing about somebody? <laughs> um, that's cool though. So, any advice to current bio, you know, chemistry engineer majors who are also student athletes? Yeah. So, one thing is like make sure you have like a coach that's definitely very supportive of your goals and dreams and stuff that you want (laughs) to um aspire to be just because if your coach there was there'd be times where like I'd be like I can't do this like I need to study for my test and my coach would understand and like move my practice around or like my the person I practiced with she was a nursing student and her senior she was two years older than me so her senior year, they were, like, on rotation. So sometimes her rotations, she would have to be at rotations at 7 in the morning. Wow. So me and her, like, we worked together because I could change my, like, schedule around. So, like, mm-hmm. I think having a supportive team and having a supportive coach is, like, one thing. So um, if your coach doesn't really know what you're doing and you have to miss practice for something and they don't understand why and they're giving you money to, right. to go to school, they're going to be, like we're paying for your school like yeah you need to be flexible so I think if you have a coach that's supportive that's good and then time management is mm-hmm. the other biggest thing yeah having the that that's that's the only way you can succeed trying to be a biology major and a student athlete that sounds so hard like yeah that sounds hard but so <laughs> did you work along with I, doing all this I did lord have mercy I know I know like on weekends I didn't have meets I would worked part-time mm-hmm. at a retail place okay. like a little bit extra money lord yeah i wouldn't go back to it <laughs> yeah no that's wild they didn't give you a stipend did they give you a stipend no, no. Okay. some that's the thing with track scholarships is basketball and like sports like oh. that those ones are full mm-hmm. okay but tracks most of the time it's not mm-hmm. i guess it depends on the yeah school, but we know it ours we're not. it's not <laughs> Well, that's wild. That's cool, though. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for sharing. I know. So if anyone has any questions about being a student athlete, email us, too. Yeah. We have so many reasons for y'all to email. Stop playing. Okay. So, undergraduate dating, our experiences. So, Flo and I have pretty different uh, experiences as far as dating in undergrad. I had too many relationships. No. <laughs> what? Not too many. Too many, as in, like, tiny relationships. <laughs> What? I'm confused. What? Too many? T-W-O. Okay. M-I-N-I. Um. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Relationships. Okay. They were tiny. They okay. were They were fun, but they weren't long term. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, and then for a nice portion of my undergraduate, actually, yeah, for most of my undergraduate 
degree I was pretty single um I like dated and like did situationships but for the most part I was pretty I was pretty devoted to my studies and working so which it should that's how it should be cool yeah that (laughs) (laughs) self-love we could hear from ma'am you have to tell them (laughs) about (laughs) well that was it Flo was in a relationship (laughs) (laughs) okay and then well what did we hear from Todd now about relationship okay i'll go with mine so i was like (laughs) i guess all of undergrad i was in a relationship um it was great in the beginning but i definitely feel like it definitely took away from my studies just because um i feel going into undergrad you're like trying to figure out yourself and who you are Mm -hmm. and at the same time like you're the person you're with is trying to do that as well and we were both biology majors so trying to do science figure out yourself at the same time, um, it was very difficult, and I just feel like it took away from me reaching my full potential. That that makes a lot of sense. Um, I could definitely see how it would like keep you from dedicating as much time. I feel like part of my reasoning for not getting into a serious relationship when I was an undergrad, I was actively very clear when it was just like, I have to focus on school, I have to focus on work. And I'd fill my days to where I have this, that, the third. I don't really have time to squeeze somebody in. So they, I mean, oftentimes you get people who are like, you seem too busy, you know, or you seem like you don't have time for me or you seem like, and I feel like over the years, I kind of realized that those are needy people who I probably wouldn't have tended to anyway. I mean, just because I'm a busy person anyway. I just, I pack my days even when I don't need to. So it's just like. Stuff like that, I feel like it happened, you know, for a reason. But, yeah, I definitely feel like I, I learned about myself from, you know, not dipping in relationships. <laughs> the, little, the few relationships I were in, I wasn't. I, I was just like, yeah, I know exactly what I don't want. Yeah. So. Which is good. Learning lesson. Yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. um, how would you say... So, you were in a long-term relationship, though, in undergrad. Yeah. So, balance. Did you guys study together? Like, did and you... see, yeah, and see, that was the problem because I feel like that's why I didn't reach my full potential just because we had class together, we studied together. We like the only time we weren't together was when I was at practice, mm-hmm. and I feel like when I studied, we studied together. We didn't study. We, you know, pe- like people yeah. study differently, mm-hmm. and I think that held me back just because when we got to test, like I was taking the test by myself, you know, Ooh, yeah. mm-hmm. so. It didn't, like, and then he would do fine, and I didn't do as good so as I you, wanted to, so okay. just because I wasn't studying the, efficiently for myself. So when do you feel like you found out how you study? You know what I mean? Like, did you when ever I take did my to... No, when I did my post back, oh, man. and I was, like, by my, having to do it by myself. Right, right. Then I realized, wow, this, I wasn't doing well in undergrad just because I was studying the way he wanted me to study, you know? Yeah, so. and that makes a lot of sense. I mean, if you start a relationship early on, you really don't have time to learn those things about yourself that's kind of that goes back to our quote so uh (laughs) define yourself and that's really important because undergrad I mean you pay for this degree you walk across that stage you know it's all about you so you might have friends we talk about intimate relationships but we are always referring to you know friendships family relationships so it's not limited to intimate relationships in any in any way or romantic relationships but um yeah you you want to be sure to refine who you are as a person while you're an undergrad make sure whoever you are is somebody that you would trust in a in a physician's uh sitting or in a 
any type of leadership yeah. position. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you want to turn yourself into that corporate person that you want to be. Yeah. And that's the time to do it. That's the time to, like, sharpen who you want to Like, you know what I mean? And so for you to say, like, you spent so much time kind of balanced with somebody else. Right. I could see how that would just hold you back right. from... Exactly. And a lot of the times they say love is blinding. And I didn't realize these things oh, until I was by myself and having to do these things by myself. Oh, yikes. That's wild. It's all good. Yeah. Um, also, I was always worried to be in a serious relationship just because I feel like there's so much about this field that you don't know. Hmm. So it's like, I don't know where I'm going to end up in medical school. I don't know where I'll be in residency. I don't know. You know what I mean? And it's a lot harder to put those those limitations on someone, someone who's else. not necessarily pursuing that. Especially medicine. if they don't understand, like, the passion, the yeah. dedication, they won't understand the whys. Yeah. I got a lot of people still asking me, so aren't you in medical school? Didn't you already? Are you <laughs> done with medical school? I'm like, no, still uh, haven't, <laughs> haven't touched a white coat. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's real, honestly. Um, yeah, my dating experience is pretty short, so I don't really have much to talk about there. Mine was just one person for a long time. Yeah. Fun. Okay, <laughs> so let's introduce Todd. So, Todd, do you have a spiel that you want to, like, start with your intro, or you just want to dive into, like, questions? Oh, we can just dive right into questions. <laughs> you put that radio voice on. You hear him? <laughs> okay, so, um, first question, what are the restrictions that you've seen on me personally I guess like the restrictions that I've had in dating that you feel like maybe most people my age or when you were my age didn't have uh, the main restriction is, is just time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know you only allowed so much time to, to go to school to do as much as you're going to do and it's, you don't have time to really to waste mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know so and it's, it takes a lot of time to be in a, in a relationship because it, it just does. Mm-hmm. You know, you can hang out with somebody for years and still don't know them. Oh, mm. God. That's so, very true. So, so <laughs> you, you really want to put the time in there that you think you need. You don't want to have a part-time relationship while you're going to school. Wow, mm. he's really dropping words. Wow. And he's <laughs> you, like, just made wow. our 20 minutes wasted. <laughs> yeah. So, with that being said, how would you suggest working with a partner that you have to express like okay I only have so much time like this is like this is how it's gonna go like because in our world sometimes we do have to have like a part-time relationship because we have like such a demanding job you know it's such a full-time job so how would you suggest we express that without telling our partner they're like secondhand so to speak uh really you just basically that's what you gotta tell them yeah this you are secondhand uh, my career and everything is, nothing is itched in stone yet. Mm-hmm. And you don't want this to be the, um, to be something that, that, breaks, that breaks off the mm-hmm. career. Yeah. You know, because it's not that strong right now. We don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and you're not a big exec somewhere. Absolutely not. You know, so it's, so yeah, you want to put restraints on that as well. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the problem too is like a lot of our path is not starting at the bottom, but you definitely don't dictate what you're doing no, for you a don't. long time. So it's like you spend so much time being told, okay, so this is what you do, and I don't care how much you got to do to do it, but mm-hmm. this is what you, you know what I mean? You're given like 72 pages that you got to read in two days, and it's like, have fun. <laughs> and like, so for stuff like that, it's just like, 
you want to basically make that clear to your partner. But, you yeah, know, once we... That goes back to what um, Flo was saying about, you know, I, I get done with school. I have so much time to do schoolwork. I have so much time to, to do other things that are important, whether it be just run to the store to get things in which you need. And um, a relationship is more time. Mm-hmm. And time is not something you can stretch out. Right. You know, when it's gone, it's gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, but I think that's <laughs> one thing that uh, guys our age don't really understand. Don't get on them because I just get on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you think stuff like what you're saying that takes time and like, yeah, do you feel like you level? knew this like at 25, 26? Or was this something that you kind of had to. Well, when you're not uh, in school, because. Uh-huh. Because just like you, know, you two are saying is that most people that even been to school, they four or five years is over and you are still in right. school. Right, yeah. So now they they have, I would say, uh, more time. Mm-hmm. They, they Even with a job and their careers, they, they probably, unless they have their own business, they probably still not putting the amount of time that you're putting in school. You're right. You know, mm-hmm. because you, you go to school all day. But you're still in school when you come home mm-hmm. and you have all, like you said, it's, uh, 72 pages to read. Mm-hmm. And that's that's one class. Yeah. You know, and then uh, paperwork that you have to write and just so many other things that Don't you have to do. Don't be doing research. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, I don't know, the, the relationship takes a hit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, is that person strong enough to take that hit and still stay committed to it? Knowing yeah. that. Mm-hmm. They they gonna feel gypped at times. Like man, I'm not getting what I what I want to put into this relationship because they're never here to give it back to me. Right, right. You know, so yeah. That I think a lot of like where I see my dating pool kind of shifting. I look for people who are equally busy, and I think that works. I like, and I've talked about this with Jackie. Like, we just need people who are busy, you know, because they they still have things that they're focused on, so they're not needing that attention. That you know, if somebody just has nothing but time, they'll be like, oh well, you know, I thought we'd hang out and play Scrabble, <laughs> and, you know, polish our nails together. But and then it's like, like, you don't feel like if both you guys are equally busy, then don't you feel like someone has to be less busy than the other one just to fill that no i feel like empty? that that kind of puts the pressure to for both of you to make time right okay that puts the pressure for both of you to try to coordinate schedules and make that and it makes your time spent together more meaningful because it's like you know we could have been doing other things this time. <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but instead you know we we delegated this time to sit down we dedicated you know 20 minutes to an hour to talk about our days you know what i mean and i don't know i i don't think that would be a bad way to look at it i don't know i don't either i but like, the guys uh, our age just don't i swear it's like from 24 to like 27 28 there's just like 30, a blob honestly. of honestly yikes let's not ruin <laughs> let's just do 50 but <laughs> But really, it's just like a blob of like misunderstanding that I just like overlooking all of them. I'm just like, you know what? Anyway. Well, I think when you're younger, you want to fill all that time up, you know, spending it with each other. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can't get enough of each other. But then when, when as you get older and you in a relationship, you can't wait to get that time, your peace, so to speak. Really? Just, mm. Nobody's going to be at the house this week. <laughs> You know, so it's like, you look for that. But um, I don't know. I I just think when you're younger, you you want it. You want it that bad. So it's like, you want that person 
You want to be up under them every time you get a chance. Oh, God. Yeah. That sounds like suffocating. <laughs> it does. That doesn't sound like suffocating. Unless you're in love. I guess. Yeah. If you're in love, it's like... And so what is that? I'm just great. <laughs> <laughs> So do you have any advice for... Us, yeah, us us or like like people in our shoes or young men or women in our yeah. Would you suggest we wait until after medical school to pursue serious relationships if we aren't already in them? Because this is actually something I'm considering. Uh, Well, (laughs) plus like you, the one thing they say about uh, uh, what they say about love is that you just can't you can't pick and choose when it happens. When it happens, it happens. You're so right. (laughs) <laughs> you, know, you know, so it's like you could be missing out on something good because you're saying, "Hey, I have things I got to do." Right, right. But, but those things you 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 feel like you have to do, mm-hmm. they're important to you as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so you don't want to, you know, push those things to the side. And you got the person you want, but now you're not the person you want to be. Oh, I'm listening to this episode like every other week. I'm just be like, let me hear this. <laughs> you know, almost like um, you, 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 I know y'all probably seen the movie um with Angela Bassett with uh waiting waiting to exit. Okay, I was gonna say it, but I don't want to get like, dragged. When when she when he wanted a divorce, she was the one that was like. I quit school for you. Oh, girl. Mm. I stopped doing this for you. Right. So to help you get your business going. So she felt like she had put just as much into his career than he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she didn't put nothing into her career. Right. So mm-hmm. it was like, she was like, I want like the she house, felt the money. I want everything now. Yeah. Because, yeah, because she, she felt like she cheated herself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I was going to say, I feel like a lot of the times guys that I meet expect us to do that. What do you mean? Like, put everything into them and mm-hmm. put not put as much into us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then it's just like this misunderstanding. I think and the guys that I meet know that that's not a thing. <laughs> really, like, that's not that. happening. That's not. Why would I put my eggs in your basket when I have a perfectly fine basket? My basket's great. <laughs> my basket warms the eggs. What is yours doing? Yeah. I, I, so would you say there's a time to be selfish, so to speak, and you have to know when to be selfish Versus when to, you know, kind of focus on your relationship. Yeah, to a degree. It's just, you just have to take a chance and just hope some things just work themselves out. Mm -hmm. And you're making the right decision. Because even the wrong, everybody knows even the wrong decision can be the right decision years later. Mm -hmm. Nobody wants to look at nothing in retrospect and say, if I had only did this. Right, Mm -hmm. right, yeah. And you that's, know, it's so but, hard. Hey, but you, but you just never know, you know, so you just have to go through life and just, just stick to your guns with the decision you make. Say, Hey, oh, I'm God. just going to make mm, the most right. of it. I feel like it's so hard to like figure out where you'll be. And then on top of that, just look at your partner and be like, all right, so I don't know what's going on with look, that either. I don't know this MCAT score, but if this happens, then we can do this. If this happens, <laughs> then I'm going to do this. You know what I mean? Because yeah. oftentimes you have a backup plan for the backup plan. And trying to explain that to somebody else can be so overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like, they can be like, you don't know where you're going to be? And, then, and you know, they'll look at your credentials and they'll be like, oh, well, you're definitely going to school here. But then as soon as you don't get into that school, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, oh, girl, we got to talk. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about that? We can. Kind of. Okay, so tell us your experience with a curveball in your relationship. So, I guess kind of where my relationship ended um, was 
when I, I, I was in my post program and I applied to med school and I didn't get in. It was like my second time. So I feel like that's where my relationship turned and we just were going through Because he was in medical school. Yeah, because he was in medical school at this point. So it was just kind of like, to me, I felt like it was like, wow, you didn't get in again. Mm -hmm. And then I just feel like he wasn't willing to work. Mm -hmm. And it was was hard for me because I'm like, I helped you get to where you wanted to be. Right. And now it's my turn and I need your help to help me get to where I want to be. And it's like... And he couldn't reciprocate. Yeah. Yikes. That sucks. So it's just like, I don't know, like, what's the proper balance, you know, to, like, help someone get to their career and at the same time you're helping yourself, you know? I feel like you want a supportive partner. And if your partner wasn't supportive, he he wasn't supportive regardless of field, right? So he could have been working on making the next best, you know, pet food. And (laughs) he still wasn't, you know, you would have invested just as much in his career had it been that or, you know, pursuing medicine. And so if he wasn't supportive, it, it didn't matter, you know, what you were doing, what he was doing. He just wasn't supportive. So I think finding a supportive partner is, like, the biggest. So how do you know if somebody's supportive from, like, a man's perspective? So, like, a flag that you guys wear just, like, on Tuesdays like for, you wear like 10 minutes. <laughs> you wear a yellow shirt, supportive. you know? <laughs> and then you take it off real fast. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess um, in some situations, you just, you're going to have to make the situations and put them out there and see how this person responds to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and that tells you, mm, right. this one might work. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, or, or they won't. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I guess you're just going to have to make your, put some samples out there and see what happens. Samples? We're going to Sam's Club on Sunday. We might as well. <laughs> so, what, so that kind of sounds like ultimatums is what you kind of suggest. Is it, would you consider that ultimatums? Um, not. No. Oh, no. Because I'm afraid of ultimatums. I feel like they're forced decisions that people don't necessarily make in their best, like, you know, situations. Like, I feel like if you give somebody an ultimatum, like, like in your relationship. Yeah, it's like either you're going to do this. Or or, not. Or or not. Yeah. If you're not going to do it, then a relationship is over. Yeah, and I feel like that's a lot of pressure on somebody to put, you know, expect them to make a decision, a sound decision at that. That they won't regret or that they won't want to... You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. So, I, I don't know. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes you have to make ultimatums to figure out who's actually willing to... Stay. St- like, put forth the effort. Yeah. So, I was like, one thing I have a question with... Like, when is a good time to be, like, lay out your goals and your plans to someone? Like, this is what like I'm doing. Like, in the dating phase? Yeah, in the dating yeah. phase. Is it too... Do you do it, like, on the first date? Do you do it on... Because remember I told you I was like, do I do this, like... Like, when do you let someone know, like, oh, so I'm planning on going here for residency, and I'm planning on doing this in medical school. Yeah. That, like, like, are you willing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, I don't want to go on, like, three dates with you, and then you're like, bye. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think you do it on the first date. I think the first date would be, <laughs> I'm like, too aggressive. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, like, like, I think a person would be thinking... Well, I didn't want to get married this week. Right, right. <laughs> and that's how we... That's how we right. All right, look, so this is what I got going on. You trying to get married on Tuesday because that's the only day I'm available. That's the ultimate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I would think... Um... <laughs> I just don't want to get to know somebody and, like... Then they're like, okay, I'm not I feel like they kind of know with the career field, though. They they have to have some type of idea that you have a plan yeah. 
Well, I I think the first day, the first couple of days, you want to just speaking on uh, your, your likes and dislikes, see mm-hmm. how much you two actually, you know, have in common. Mm-hmm. You know, do you gel? Mm-hmm. You know, and and based on those things, you're going to find out whether you feel like this is somebody I can work with or mm-hmm. somebody I can't. You know, then and then some people will, will look at it. We'll look at you and be like, um, you have so much together. I, I would think your equal will be like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, sometimes, yeah. A lot of guys will be like, I, I like how you actually have things planned out and you know where you're going. And apparently they'll be like, and some girls just be waking up and not know what's going on. I'm like, wow, well, <laughs> at least I have that going on. <laughs> but yeah, I, I definitely see that. Oh, I had a question. Lost it just like that. Oh, okay. So you mentioned, so you've been on this tip for like, oh, okay. I know what I was going to say. So would you say that thir- the 90 day period, I-, I don't know. My mom always says this. Yeah, 90 day heard- infatuation period. Exactly. So oh, I never you- heard this. Oh, I want to hear this. My mom says it all. Well, because <laughs> a, a 90 day infatuation period is basically you just see someone and you're more than just like, Google, I just. <sighs> About everything they do. Yeah. But in 90 days, you can actually get to the point where you say, it's not all cracked up to what I thought it was. Oh, okay. He puts in the milk before the cereal kind of thing. You just be like, oh, you're weird. <laughs> I didn't notice that before. <laughs> mm-hmm. Almost almost like, um, okay, like when we was talking earlier, and I listened to your conversation, and you were saying, oh, I wish my hair was so curly. <laughs> like he is, and then it's like, but there is a uh, there's a negative to it as yeah. well. I got dreads like, right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So when it's like you get to the negative, where you be like, mm, I don't think I want that now. Mm-hmm. Now that I can see that it's not all, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not as good as I th- I thought it was. It's mm-hmm. not all peaches and cream. Yeah, yeah. And that sucks. I feel like seeing that in a person when you when you realize it's like oh. I didn't notice you did this, and that actually really drives me crazy. <laughs> and seeing those things kind of, kind of stand out after that time. But anyway, after ninety days, man, mark my calendar. So, would you say that's a good time to kind of lay down the line on like this is my goals, this is what I have planned? Yeah, yeah okay. it, it has to be a, a ninety day period, or you know, whatever, whatever period, more than a couple of days or a first day, <laughs> you know, because you can just be dating someone for a week and then be like. I went to their house. Oh, God. <laughs> this is not going to work. <laughs> this is not going to work. So, you mentioned, you've been mentioned for a couple weeks. You'd, you'd talk about how men are more able to have leeway or they're so, like, socially acceptable to have a more relaxed kind of partner who may not have the goals that they do or may not work in a corporate setting, things like that. But women, on the other hand, have different pressures. So can you talk about that? Yeah. Um, I was saying that in, in society, um, they look at men more as, a, as the breadwinners, even though in today's society, that isn't necessarily the case. Mm-hmm. You know, you have women that are more or less the can be their equal mm-hmm. in in uh in finance and, and what have you, or even higher, you know. But it, but it's still, especially when you look in, in a professional field like uh, a doctor, 
you're looking at someone that can carry the load by themselves. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times with a man, they gonna, they're they just as happy with having the doctor on the other side, but they can be just as happy having the girl that work at McDonald's. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And society is like, oh, well, fine, girl, that's fine. Yeah. Because if he makes enough. It's like, why are you working? Yeah. Yeah, but there's like, but the but the down part of that is, can she um, psychologically can she hold a good conversation with him? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are they like mentally on the same level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's real. That's true. You know, so will he get bored with her? Mm-hmm. You know, whereas with Ezekiel, he's not gonna get bored because she's gonna be like, hold on a minute, I think you went about that all wrong. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Like she, you don't. She's want... gonna be able to challenge him. Yeah. yeah. So do you think on the reverse side, uh, women in the our career field should be okay with house husbands? If if, yeah. if, if, if you can find one that's that's um not taking advantage of the situation. I like that. I like answer. that too. So now Todd, can I have a house husband? <laughs> <laughs> because on the same tip, I asked this question, they were like, no. <laughs> Well, I, th- I think you find that in the person, you know, when as you dating along, you know, you finding that. Do you see that in that person? Mm-hmm. You know, because um, as I was stating earlier, I, I have a cousin that's in, that's in that situation, and um, he's perfect at it. Mm-hmm. Being you a house know, husband. Yeah, his his wife is a um, I don't know what she is at at the bank, but she works at the bank, and mm-hmm. she has a pretty high position there. But he spends a lot of his time with the kids. He's uh, he's cooking all the time, cooking dinner for them all the time. But he's also like the their biggest support person as far as going to school and being at their games, being there to you know, um just when parents need to be there. Right. He's right. always there. You know, and I, and I think he's even won an award for being that parent that, that was wow. at the school that much <laughs> as far as always helping out. And doing his part. Yeah, the PCA so, Grammys. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, he had to be that person because um, his wife's career was so demanding that she couldn't do those things. Yeah. You know, so in his situation, it works. Mm-hmm. You know, but but I, but I also think they had the, the type of understanding that when they get of this age, at this point, it's time to go back to work. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you won't be just sitting at home, you know, and, and I think that's where he's at now. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's, he's back in the, in the workforce or what have you. He still hold on to some of his, a lot of his obligations that he was doing before, mm-hmm. but it's working for them. Yeah. Okay. That's good. I I really like how you highlighted not taking advantage of the situation, so to speak, and, and make it more of a compromise than, you know, yeah, well, I'm going to just sit here since you got it kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Because then it's I, between the partners. I, I think it's going to take a, a a special kind of guy, you know, because um, a career-minded guy, I don't think he's going to be interested in that at all. I don't want school all this time to do this. And right. You want me to sit at home and take care of the house? But it's so funny you say that because women can have a degree. We can have, you know what I mean? We'll have a yeah. degree. And, and then some women literally go to school, get their degree, and they know that's what they're going to do. And they just marry rich and then chill out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or, but my thing is, me personally, if I married a doctor, 
And let's say I even like end up being a doctor. It's like, well, I mean, if you got it and I don't have to work, <laughs> I might just chill out and do like midwifery or something. <laughs> so yeah, it just, I, I think it's, it's, just, it's just always a, um, a, a negative to that. That, that's, yeah. that sounds great, you know, but at, but at the end of the day, if the relationship doesn't work, you know, mm-hmm. how far did you set yourself back? Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 That's know? real. And, and in today's society, if we had a, uh, a prenup drawn up, okay, now you got to come up with this money to go back to school. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and now you 30, 35 years old and your parents are like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> wrong for real. Right. Now. Yeah. You know, so. And you need to like network at that point, you know, even if you do have a degree, you'd still have to rekindle those kind of connections so that you could get out in the workforce kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's real. Hmm. Well, this was full of good gems. Thanks. I know. Yeah. Nice little wisdom. Any more, any more advice you'd like to give? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of any extra questions I might have. Flo, do you have anything? Um, nothing I can think of. Do yeah. you have any last minute tidbits of advice? Nothing that just jumps right out at me right now. Yeah. So would you say we should just wait? Just like wait and focus on school and then whatever happens, happens kind of thing. I would say go into it with the focus of I'm going to wait. If it happens, it happens. Uh-huh. You know, because that's how you want a relationship and and love to be. You want it to happen because it just sporadically, it did. Not because I was looking for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I you know. But in the meantime... For the vision. Yeah. <laughs> but in the meantime, this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Nice, yeah. That's real. That's real. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. We appreciate you sitting and chilling <laughs> with us. So, uh, that's kind of all of our stepping stones for today. We do have our hidden Jemison to do. So, Flo, okay. take it away. So the Hidden Jemison today is the Summer Health Professions Education Program, and it's at the University of Washington in Seattle, Um, and it's a program that emphasizes on culture of health by encouraging scholars to consider from the cellular to global level factors that influence health. Um, There's clinical experiences and shadowing. Um, there's a stipend check. There's two of them that are given is $600, um, distributed the first week and the third week. Um, there's lots of social activities and opportunities to meet diverse community in Seattle. So if you're considering going to medical school up there, that'd be like a great program Mm -hmm. to get involved in the community and like the lifestyle. And the program is from June 23rd to august 3rd um yeah so that's that program nice that's really like a good time too like if you're if you're planning on applying you could at least get your primary application out of the way yeah that's true yeah that's a really good timing it's like right at the end of june you know so your primary sent and you can just work on getting secondaries kind of thing yeah so yeah that's good um yeah all right so yeah that's all i got you got anything nothing yeah, that was dope. <laughs> I'm excited for this. So, yeah, hopefully we uh, offered some good advice to you guys, and we will see you next week. It's Black History Month still. Um, yeah. I wanted to do something like in honor of Black History Month every week, but I wasn't organized this year, so maybe next year. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll do one next week. 
Sure, yeah, we can incorporate new things all the time, but we have a lot of cool stuff coming up. Like, I feel like February, we're definitely going to hit on relationships. We wanted to progress, so I know you guys are probably wondering, you know, when are we going to have actual medical students on here? Well, it's coming up, and it's kind of hitting us all at once because we have three lined up. So (laughs) um, we'll definitely have, like, a progressive, you know, dating an undergrad, dating um, in the process of medical school, and then hopefully kind of on the tail end of the relationship, um, or the tail end of medicine in... What am I trying to say? The tail end of medical school and like being in a relationship. Residency and all that. Yeah. Yes. So um, just all of that. So hopefully we could offer some advice, and we'll talk to you guys next week. So bye. Bye. Bye.